106.7 WTLC FM Greenwood, Indianapolis. It's time to take a look at what's going on in and around Indy. It's Open Lines Live. What's going on? From the Race Gilman Northeast Kia Studios on 106.7 WTLC. Hold up. And good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Roto, coming to you live from the 106.7 WTLC and Hot 100.9 Studios on Monument Circle. On this January 14th, where it is literally sub-zero temperatures in Indianapolis right now, three degrees. So if you are going out of the house today, today is a good day to warm that car up. Hopefully you're like me in church, uh, is only on TV today or online streaming. So we'll watch from the warmth and comfort of home, which we are blessed to have. On this edition of Open Lines, it'll just be a day to catch up. We've obviously been through a lot. And um, over the past three weeks before that, we weren't on the air because of the holiday. And then uh, the technical aspects of moving to our new studio. So now that we are all moved in, let's catch up. A lot has happened in Indy over the past four weeks. And I just want a chance to talk with y'all. Get caught up. Let me know what I need to know, and I do have a couple things that you need to know, uh, especially as the legislative session at the uh, Indiana House is heating up, and I just got word on uh, an interesting new bill that probably caused some national headlines, and it has everything to do with voting. Details on that coming up, and here in a few moments, we'll open up the phone lines and talk to you uh, right here on Open Lines as we are live this morning, cold, cold, cold in Indy. But what a week it has been, right? Um, It's been a tough week for us here at the radio station. It's been tough for me. The last time I sat in this chair uh, was when uh, we first announced. Um, The words came out of my mouth that our good friend Jerry Wade Uh, passed away this week. Um, I know a lot of you are still asking about uh, details on arrangements. They're still in the works. We don't know uh, exactly what those are, but as soon as we do, we'll uh, let you know. And uh, of course, we don't know exactly the cause yet, but I can, uh, I I had to take a couple of days away um, after the words came out of my mouth that Jerry was no longer uh, with us. That hit me very hard. and I won't go in, I can't actually probably talk about Jerry all that much um, today, but I just had to acknowledge because every time I was picking up my dry cleaning over there on uh, Market Street and Jerry had an office right across the street. Jerry also lived on the other side of Market Street right here uh, by the state capitol. And then, of course, the building here on Monument Circle. So as I'm it's it's I can't not think about him as we. um as I come into this building or as I come anywhere on, on Marcus street, cause Jerry was truly a friend, um, just an all around good dude, everybody's hype man. Um, and so his loss has, has been hard for, uh, for all of us. Uh, he's the person who's been on this radio. Nobody's been on this radio more consistently and consecutively, uh, than Jerry. So everybody has worked with Jerry. Um, 
me literally since my first day when he would let me uh, jump on with him and do his um, remotes. We would be out, you know, at a car dealership or something and Jerry would pop on and he'd say, hey, it's Jerry Wade, blah, blah, blah. And then he'd say, my man Cameron is here. Cameron, tell everybody why they need to come down here and get a car from such and such. And I would make up something to say it. And then Jerry would have me sign it off. And I'd say 106.7 WTLC. And that's how I started to get noticed here uh, at the radio station. But, I mean, we talk about business and women, relationships, all kinds of things. So uh, I'm smiling right now thinking of the good times, but um, certainly going to miss that dude. So, uh, with that said, um, that was been, it's been a trying week. Um, and so I just want a chance to just catch up with y'all, uh, and and see what's going on, see what's happening on your street. What do we need to know about? One thing I do want to let you guys know about is a Senate bill, um, that is coming through right now over at the Indiana state house. The state house is back now in session. Um, there's a new organization here in town called Mirror Indie, the latest uh, and greatest joining us in the media landscape, mirrorindie.org. Uh, just published one of their first stories, uh, and it's titled, Free Bus Rides on Election Day Would Stop Under Senate Republican Bill. Indiana Senator Gary Byrne's bill would prevent agencies like Indigo from providing free rides on election day go to mirrorindy.org to read the story but just to give you a little bit of it um the example is indigo buses were free to ride in 2022 and in 2023 during the general elections uh due to a sponsorship from aarp uh, a nonprofit organization that advocates on behalf of older riders so they gave the money uh so that rides could be free They sponsored similar events and efforts in Fort Wayne, Gary and Evansville, other places that have a mass transit system. And of course, those were big elections as we had a governor election, um, a a attorney general, U.S. senator and president. Uh, But under this bill, Senate 187, which contains just one sentence, it says a public transit agency shall not implement free or reduced fares on general primary or municipal election day. Uh, This is Senator Gary Byrne of Georgetown said this legislation is about ensuring all voters have the same access to the polls. He says it is a fairness thing for me on voting. Byrne told Mirror Indy on Thursday, the area I live in, there is no public transportation. And to say one part of the state gets a free ride to go vote sort of discriminates against people in the state who don't have that opportunity. Mirror Indy points out that there are two transit systems that serve Hoosiers in his district, including one that provided free rides on Election Day. So he's also wanting to hurt uh, some of the own people in his area who normally would ride the bus to maybe go uh, and vote and do so for free. But he says because everybody doesn't have public transportation, then it's not fair that People in Indianapolis and in Gary and in Muncie and uh, Columbus, places that have a public transit agency, it's unfair for them to give free rides on Election Day, not because every transit agency isn't doing it, but because there are some places that don't have public transit. Well, I would think that the solution would be to add public transit 
in that particular area. That means you're not serving your people and your people can't get where they need to go. And you're also admitting that they could benefit from public transportation, which is something Republicans in this state don't like to do because they are obsessed with cars and they think the only way to get around should be cars. By the way, Indiana, Indianapolis used to be the railroad capital of the world. Did you know that the first union station was built right here? First and largest. And now it's a hotel and partially not even used because of decisions. So we got to be aware of what is happening. You know, I had just previewed the IGA website the other day uh, and I hadn't seen anything that was really alarming. And then I just got sent this one um, last night. So session is only just beginning. But um, I mean, is that not clear enough? Um, they want to make it harder for you to vote. Why not propose a bill that says we will also provide public transportation in areas where there's not public transportation or even say, Hey, all you people that are getting free transportation, Hey, send us a bus down to these other, a couple other counties that need it. That way it's equal, but instead say, no, nobody can get a free ride to go vote. That's one of the things to talk about. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. It's one of the things I want to catch you up on. You catch me up on some things. It's been a while since we've had a chance to just sit here and chat. We're going to be open lines all hour here this morning. Uh, 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. That's our new number here at the radio station. Uh, also made headlines. Uh, Nichelle Hayes over at the library. Uh, is no longer in that post. Uh, she put a post on uh, Facebook as uh, they parted ways. Uh, so we'll, uh, we wish the best for Nichelle. Uh, it's not easy uh, being in the headlines uh, that way in the way that she was and, and also in a way that she wasn't able to also respond and talk about it. Um, that was a big story of what was going down at the Indianapolis Public Library this past year. And um, now uh, she has decided, or the two have decided, to part ways and move on. Uh, last week here on the show, we had uh, IMPD Chief Randall Taylor, uh, who he and the mayor decided that it was time to uh, make a mutual decision to do something else. So now uh, Chief Taylor is now in charge of a different unit, a victim's advocate um, unit just this week. Um, it has been announced that Deputy Chief Chris Bailey will now take over as acting chief of IMPD. Uh, according to my sources and according to reporting that is out there, uh, Bailey was offered the job uh, as chief and he turned it down. Uh, and so he has said that he will serve in any capacity that he needs, that the city and the mayor would like him to in the time being. And right now, that is as acting chief of IMPD. While Mayor Joe Hogg said, in, now in his third term, uh, searches for a new top cop to lead the police department. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. We're open up the phones and talking to you on our live line. You know, we have a new number. 317-634-1075. I have to read it every time I give it to you. 
because I don't have that locked in. So if you don't have it locked in in your brain or locked in on your phone, get it there. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. Let's go to the phones. Caller online. Uno from the top. Good morning. Who's this? How you doing, brother? Motif here, and thank hey. you. Thank you for taking my call, and you're right. I just opened the door to check outside, and my, my nose, you know how us, us from up northern part of the state, your nose freeze as soon as you get outside? That was reminding me of back in 79, 78 when I opened the door, and my nose just froze as soon as I opened the door. So it's it's cold out there. First of all, I want to give thanks to your old town of hiring the first, of electing the first black mayor in the history of Michigan City. Mm-hmm. Her name loses me at the time, but uh, I did read the article on it, and she seems to be fairly liked up there. And so hopefully we can keep Michigan City going in a good direction. <clears throat> I was going, I went to Blue Chip, I think, a couple weeks ago when I was passing through there and didn't have any luck, but I didn't gamble that much either. So, <laughs> uh, But it was very clean. Very clean in the whole area. The lakefront area is very clean. I just can never get over looking at that nuclear factory. Nuclear. <laughs> looking at that. And what looks like a nuclear factory. It looks like, I'm sorry, right. It looks like, I explained it to some young people, it's not anymore. It, it used to be, it's not like that anymore. But but they were wondering, what is that? So, <laughs> uh, I read that article about that bill. <laughs> they are just anti everything, and I I can't I can't get any more answers from Miss Whitley Yates, and I love and respect her as a person, but that party is just ridiculous. That party is a party of the die decision people, young people, and and everything on TikTok and YouTube and Twitter. I keep up, and you all keep saying they both the same parties. The party that authored the die decision was the Republican Party, a gentleman out of Texas who is a staunch conservative donor. The party that authored the affirmative action decision was the same gentleman, lawyer, firm, out of Texas, a staunch conservative donor, the affirmative action decision. These type of decisions, your book ban decision, your moms of liberties and stuff like that are funded by GOP donors and stuff like that. You see the uh, the uh, one of the library board members in Hamilton, was it in Carmel, Hamilton, South East, just stepped down the other day because of the problems that they had with the banning of the books and stuff up there. I forgot the gentleman's name, but he just stepped down the other day. I did read the stuff about Miss Knights. That was that was unfortunate too. She hasn't really even commented of what I read that much, but uh, that's unfortunate. But these bans, all these bills, these statewide bills, Oklahoma now complete book bans, no black history taught at all. Those were authored by GOP. Uh, Florida, they just banned Bill O'Reilly's book down there. He's mad. Well, he was a he was a proponent. I mean, he was a a, a, a supporter of that book ban in Florida of Ron DeSantis in Florida, and now he's mad, talking about his books being banned now, too. No, find me a Democratic legislator or a Democratic caucus or a Democratic cause that has authored these court cases. Oh, the student loan forgiveness was fought in court. Guess who authored it? The GOP did. No one from the Democratic Party has proposed these bills. I'm not saying the Democratic Party is perfect. I'm not saying that they don't have problems. But you need to understand that there is a distinct difference. And this bill about voting and about free rides from the for public transportation is a direct relationship between what they have and with the people. And if you all can't recognize that, then that's a problem. He's, his whole logic, Cameron, was, was, was idiotic. 
in, 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 in what in his proposal to you. It's just straight idiotic. So um, we got to make sure that you do get out and vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for. Get your butts up and vote. Those last numbers were pitiful in the mayor election. Uh, they were they were terrible. This 2024, you know what's at stake. And uh, get up. And if someone needs a ride, take them. If this is what we got to do, we got to go back to King's messages. We've got to keep looking out for one another. And we've got to make sure that we assist one another. And we've got to look at people and look at the content of their character when you make these voting decisions. Because a lot of them are showing you the content of their character. Thank you, Cameron. All right, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, uh, bill that uh, he was talking about. If you hadn't heard at the top of the show, there's a new bill uh, that's being proposed at the Indiana State Legislature uh, that would ban public transportation agencies such as Indigo or Mitts and Muncie or um, the transit agencies in East Chicago, Michigan City, Columbus, Evansville, places that Terre Haute that have their own bus system would be banned from providing free rides on election day because an Indiana senator says it's not fair to the parts of Indiana that don't have public transportation. They're not getting any discount. So you people in your metropolitan areas with buses, you can't give people free rides because it's not fair to the people out in the rural areas that don't have public transportation. Uh, that bill's just now been proposed uh, in the Indiana uh, state house. One to watch. Uh, it's very clear. Uh, I mean, what else is there to say? But pay attention um, because this is why I get fired up when people say, I don't want to vote or I'm not going to vote. What's it matter? If your vote didn't matter, why would they propose a bill like this to keep people who don't have a car or whose car isn't working or whatever it may be or that public transportation is their way to get around? If your vote didn't matter, why would they make it more difficult for you to get to the polls? Why? And in this case, it's not even because, you know, it's just free money. There are organizations, in this case, it's AARP, that donates money for the rides so that the rides can be free. So it's not like anybody's going into a hole and there's a financial issue. They just simply don't want certain people to vote. And there's no other way to say it. If I sugar, if I if I put any sugar on it, I'm not doing my job to tell you the exact truth exactly what it is they don't want certain people to vote and the errors are very specific 317-634-1075 317-634-1075 we're talking to you this morning on the phones as we have an all open line sunday it's been a while since we had a time to sit back and chit chat so let's talk to you let's go to caller on line two good morning you're live on open lines who's this Hey, Cameron, how you doing today? Good, Paul. How are you? Oh, I'm well. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's home, snuggle up, real warm. A uh, couple of things I want to I wanna say. You know, I, I'm going to do the kill first with the voting. As far as I'm concerned, we can get rid of all of these parties and create our own party uh, because neither party knows nothing about fairness. Uh, the second thing I wanted to say, uh, Jerry Way was a good buddy of mine's, and and uh, we used to talk on, uh, on the radio a lot, uh, just me and him, just jaw jacking and carrying on. And he would always make comments about my voice. He would say, oh, Paul, you know, boy, if I could just have your voice. So what we both got out of the conversation was this, guys. 
it is okay to look up to people, but it's more important that you study and be yourself um, because you are what we need uh, in this fight. Uh, and the last thing I want to say uh, to all the folks that's claiming to be blessed and all these types of things, what happened to your fight for righteousness? How come we're not out here making righteousness happen? Because that's what we need to do. We need to make righteousness happen. Uh, so uh, you guys have a wonderful day today. And uh, hopefully uh, we can get to some positive solutions uh, before the year is up. Um, and we can, and again, uh, just stay focused on yourself and then coming out and gathering with people so that we can have some fairness uh, amongst ourselves. Uh, I think that these folks need to be looking more at the housing situation. Uh, we need to be looking in more of our education. Uh, we need to be looking a little bit more at ourselves, take inventory of the things that you think that's causing you to be blessed and go out and share with others. You guys have a wonderful day today, Cameron. Thank you for taking my call. Appreciate you, Paul. 317-634-1075. I'm still getting used to the new number. 317-634-1075. Call me right now. We'll get you on the air. Uh, let's talk to caller on line three. Good morning. You're live on the air. Who's this? Uh, Larry. How you doing, Cameron? Hey, Larry. Good morning. I'm doing just fine. But, you know, that bill is going to pass because you don't. There's no excuse about voting now. I mean, you got 30 days before the event comes on the day of the voting. You can vote at any poll. All it is is poverty pimps out there pimping, pimping us. Thought they've been doing. I was down at the state house on the Martin Luther King celebration. People are getting wise to them. But I've been going down there to their meetings for the last 20 years, right? And certain people show up for a good laugh. Because every time the speaker gets on the stage, even the governor, they get the lies sign and poverty pimp sign put on them, and people are laughing and slapping their thighs. And the kids get to see that they're being pimped and how Martin Luther King destroyed their future and have them in the position they're in right now. I am so sick of every year going down there and whoever the governor is. Mitch didn't come on stage one time when he knew the last time was there. But Governor Holcomb was there. They're pandering to those black people down there, and they know that Martin Luther King destroyed our whole uh, whole plot here in America. And then talking about uh, the uh, the uh, affirmative action garbage. Look at Pauline Gay, totally unqualified person who's nothing but a plagiarizer, and 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 she just looks looks uh, stupid. But the th and Camilla Harris, look at these black women. They are pitting themselves out there. And it's been this, they're just disgraceful. I mean, you don't have to, you can't go to a job that you can't benefit the company that you work for. Are you bring embarrassment to their brand? And that's just what black women are doing. The lady at the museum, nobody wants her, Cam, uh, Cameron. Those people at the museum are wealthy people. They don't want anything to do with her. With her. They're out of, she's out of their class. She's a blight to them and getting our museum all messed up. So, People need to understand, Cameron, there are certain classes, even with slavery. There was nothing wrong with slavery because it was perfectly legal. I have the documents. I posted them on my uh, Facebook page, uh, the documents that sustained slavery and all the case statutes that were ruled constitutional because of slavery. 
And if it hadn't been for slavery, Cameron, you know, we wouldn't exist here in this country right now. So we need to stop griping. And every year this comes around trying to indoctrinate our kids that they're not free in this country, the freest first place on this planet. And I notice now that they start the police thing back up again with the showing videos of people resisting arrest and getting beat down. That's what's going to happen to you. Every time your callers call in, some callers call in, Cameron, it's always, did you see Joy Jackson? He got beat up by the police. Well, he ran from the police. What are you talking about? I mean, I'm sick of the race pimps. All right, the Larry. race and grievance pimps need to be, uh, uh, I don't know what they can talk all they want to, but the Internet's full of stuff. That they all right, Larry, them. I just want to see I'm where you would go. You got to be easy on that black woman slander, though, Chief. You got to be are, real easy are. with that. I just they're want to sl- see where you were going. No. They're slandering themselves, Cameron, and I'm not afraid to say that because it's true. All right. Those are the words of Larry Vaughn. I just wanted to see what you have for us today. It's been a minute. Thank you, Larry. All right. 317-634-1075. Potential mayoral candidate. uh, Larry could have been the mayor of Indianapolis right now. Sometimes I just want to – sometimes I do actually just sit back and – Listen to where he goes, and then he loses me sometime. Uh, 317-634-1075. Let's go to the next call on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron's brother. I normally don't call in twice. I'm just going to 15 seconds. First of all, Martin Luther King did not destroy anything. Martin Luther King, it was not about eating at breakfast tables with white folks. It was about economics. Black people were paying taxes, and we weren't getting money back from taxes. Then number two, after Malcolm X got killed, King took a trip to Jamaica and went to Marcus Garvey's uh, tomb. And then he realized he came back and realized about economics, and that's when he came back and started talking about economics and poor people's campaign. Stop belaboring our people. The man sat up and got shot and killed. So that tells you he must have been against the oppression that was caused by the white aristocracy. We're going to stop that. You're right. Stop talking about sisters like that, Larry. Uh, that's, that's for sure. You don't do that to our sisters or to our people. Thanks, Cameron. All right. Thank you. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Is, is that me? That is you. Good morning. Who's this? Okay. Good morning, Kevin. I mean, Kevin Reynolds. How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Okay, I'm fine. I just wanted to say that Jerry Wade is going to be very messed and uh, we love him so much, and um, I was able to meet up with Jerry Way at Quality Life mm-hmm. when he was the DJ, and he puts a smile on your face, and you down, he makes you happy, so I would really like to know when uh, his service become to be. Because I would really like to be there. And this is Arvinda Jackson. I used to go to Quality Life. Okay. Yeah, I've heard him. I've heard you and Jerry on the phone before. Yeah. So, um, like I said, I'm very sad about it. And I really miss him. Yeah, I know. I do, too. It's been it's been a very, very tough week. Um and I'm sorry for your loss because if you, I know if you were at Quality Life, he made you feel like a star the second you walked in over there. Yeah. So. Thank, thank you so much. As soon as we find out um, more information, we will absolutely share. Okay. Thank you so much. Uh, and have a good day. You as well. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. You know, the honest thing about Jerry Wade is all this talking that we are doing about him, he would never allow. The second... You try. I emceed an event 
and DJ uh, and Jerry Wade was the DJ. So like, how cool was that for me? I'm emceeing Jerry's the DJ. And, you know, of course I try to pump it up. Ladies and gentlemen, we got Jerry Wade from 106.7 WTLC. Jerry will interrupt you and be like, ladies and gentlemen, we got Cameron Riddle from Fox 59, CBS 4, WTLC. He would never allow, like, he had to be the hype man. I would even, I would try. Like, I took notes from Jerry on how to hype people up, and I tried to do it to him. And I even did it, like, over at Quality Life because we did the dance party. And Jerry would just, he always turns it around to any other person. So the fact that we've been talking about him this much, like, I can't tell you how many times he would have interrupted and started talking about the person who's doing the talking. Miss that dude. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. Next caller on line four. Good morning. Who's this? My name is Marie McGee. Hi, Marie McGee. You're live on the air. Uh, yes, Jerry Wayne. Wade. He will be very well missed. And he also, when I first came to Community Life, and he celebrated my 56th birthday, he mm-hmm. made me enjoy up with him and you right when they first had a model he concept they talked about me in the wheelchair as a model mm-hmm. and he made me so very welcome around in the building and i'm so sorry to the family and the loved ones and the friends and you never knew that he was a sick person yeah and he's full of life and i remember the time we celebrate my birthday we stood in front of the thing glasses with plastic bottles and i really enjoy that man yeah we all do we all did i'm sorry for your loss as well thank you so much for calling thank you 317-634-1075 hey it's knocking on 8 30 so um let's take a little break pay some bills huh we'll pay we'll pay some bills and then we'll come back and we'll keep talking uh, open lines about what is going on in and around Indy. We want to hear from you. Uh, so call me 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. Phone lines are open. Uh, when you call and you hear a little boop boop noise, that means you're one of the next couple of callers to call in. Three that you'll be next on the air. So don't hang up. If you hear my voice through the phone, don't hang up. I'm coming. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. What's going on where you are? What do we need to know about? Call us and let us know. All right, let's uh do one big break. And uh we'll come back with more open lines next here on Hop 100.9 and 106.7 WTLC live from Monument Circle. We are back here on 106.7 WTLC and Hop 100.9 on this very, very, very cold Indianapolis morning. Three degrees this morning. 
three degrees. It said it on the car dashboard. I said, no, nah, you tripping. I had to look at my phone to double check. No, it's, it's three degrees out there this morning. So if you're going out, please bundle up. And if you are going, um, if you are able to stay in the house, you are blessed to be able to do so. I'm thinking about the people who cannot be inside when it's cold. Hey, can I gripe about something just, just real quick? Something that's kind of like off the wall. We were talking about transit earlier. And made me think of like, you know, we never talk about how the roads and the highways and how we redo the exact same highway over and over and over and nobody blinks an eye. Nobody cares. It's, I've never seen an investigative report or some news story about why we've redone I-70 in the same stretch of I-69 over and over and over again. And um, got me thinking about the North Split, which I don't know any way, any other way to say it. Uh, my mom's going to text me for saying this because I'm going to use a bad word. It sucks. You know, I was coming through there the other day, coming from 70 to Martin Luther King, trying to get off to get downtown, actually come here to the radio station. And that's when I remembered, wait, you can't get off at Meridian Street anymore. So the goal of that was to keep people from having to weave over. Remember before, and I'll say back in the day now, you used to have to weave over to the right when you were getting when 60 and 65 and 70 would come together, you'd have to weave over immediately jump over to the right and get off at what's Pennsylvania, Meridian street, Illinois at that exit. They didn't want you to do that because you're weaving in traffic and it, it causes traffic jams. Well, I got news for you every day that I come through there, there's a traffic jam. Why? Because instead of people having to weave to the right, everybody just weaves to the left to get off at one exit when there used to be two, now everybody gets off at one exit at Martin Luther King and it takes you to the edge of downtown and then you have to come back. I'm not sure what we accomplished here. We eliminated some of the weaving, but we didn't eliminate it. In a lot of cases, it just moved to the other side. Um, so I just, you know, as I was coming through and because every day, no matter whether you're coming south or you're coming north, on 65, because I go through there every day, multiple times a day, traffic is backed up. And it's they also need to put the signs that tell people which lane is 65 and which lane is 70. They need to add signs further back. So when you're over at 21st Street by the hospital, that's where people should start getting in the lane that they need to get in. Not after you come around that curve and then you realize, oh, it's on the opposite side. Now, I get it. Read the sign. But I'm saying put the sign back further because it's causing a traffic jam every time I go through there. Sometimes it's day. Sometimes it's at night. I don't like it. That's my complaint for today. A lot of things happen in the week. And that's one of the things that I just wanted to I wanted to share of all the things that run around in my brain. That's one of them that I don't like. 317-634-1075. It's open line Sunday, so you can call and gripe. Uh, sometimes it's good to just talk about something else, because as y'all know, it's been, a, it's been a tough week for us here at the radio station. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. Let's go to the phones and talk to you. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? This is Georgia Boy. Georgia Boy, you're live on the air. Talk to me. You know, it's a damn shame. Uh, people call in talking about Martin Luther King. Ain't no way in the world I'd be dumb, ignorant, and stupid 
and whoever that guy is, I'll I'll pay. I can make it happen. <laughs> I, I, I'll I'll get him a airline ticket down here to Atlanta. Bring your bullhorn. I'll put you out on Martin Luther King, and do that. Talk that that mess that you're talking about, King. We're having celebrations all over Georgia. King was a great man. And, you know, uh, you, you're a pitiful man. You're, you're real pitiful. Well, his name is Larry Vaughn, and he was running for Indianapolis mayor. You can find him anywhere, usually probably over at the State House. Go have I, a. I, I don't want to know his name. I can, I can make, I, I'll get him an airline ticket, bring your bull <laughs> on. Come on down here to Atlanta, and I'll put you out on Auburn Avenue. And talk that mess. I don't think he lasts you know, very long. Georgia boy, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. All right. All right. Take it easy, man. Yeah, no. Uh, there's some places where sometimes I actually wonder, like, Larry does go out on the street, and I'm like, one day something going to knock that dude up on his head one day. Uh, whew, 317-634-1075. By the way, if you don't know what Larry looks like, just Google Larry Vaughn, Indianapolis. And he's the guy who's got the uh, trash bag on his head or the tinfoil on his head. That's Larry. Uh, 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. Caller online, too. Good morning. Who's this? This is Devon Cozart. Hey, you're live on the air. I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. I'll I'll piggyback on, we share some of the same frustrations with the infrastructure and and seeing the, the same streets paved over and over and when you start to look at the uh no other way to say the gentrification you'll start to see that the streets that are being gentrified are the ones that are being annexed by townships like lawrence to further back but the gentleman larry has me baffled because uh there's two types of people and rather than upbuild and even educate himself he'll never be the mayor of indianapolis because it's strictly a numbers game. All the people in the Carmels and West Clays and Zionsville of the world are allowed to vote in the Indianapolis mayoral election. And uh, some strong brothers from the uh, Cheetah and Moore Barbershop educated me on, on exactly what that means and exactly what it would take in order to make that a fair election so the the way that it the way that it is structured our fight needs to be systematic just like racism is a system i implore uh brother larry to read dr michelle alexander's book and educate himself on on the ridiculous uh comments that he's making to to tear down the the queen all human beings share one common thread of DNA linked to what what all the experts believe, not religious, scientific, believe is the mother of all civilization, and she just happens to be a black woman. So for for him to get the, on there and, and tear down his own people, if Dr. King knew that, for example, if, if I don't jump around, if Dr. King knew that uh, Mr. Gandhi was a staunch proponent of the African-American male and all the negativity and all the published 
negativity that he brought against him, he probably would have rethought uh, making him a a figurehead of the nonviolent movement in, himself. I'm, I'm very hurt that this gentleman would, would get on, on online and, and, and out of all the educated responses that he could give, just and, and that education could come from the lap of a grandmother or on the streets or, or, or from a classroom. It, it, it's education is knowledge is power. So obviously he, he missed that, that direction. I, I thank you for creating a platform that people can reel this in and talk about some real issues. Um, the, the, I, I learned from the, the comedian that does the political activism that, and I tried to dispel her rumors. Um, she, she said that the number one uh, recipient of welfare is the uh, is the private school child. And the more I started to research, I my point is there's a plethora of information that we could give. Dr. King dedicated his life, did the very best that he could, knowing that it would end prematurely, and still had the courage to, not far from a perfect person because he's a human being, but what is Larry doing with his life rather than saying something negative about one of our, Dr. King was a a man who admitted his wrongs. And if a viewpoint was changed by a Malcolm X of the world, he publicly acknowledged that, but he was one person doing mankind's job. So it's ridiculous. And I too will miss uh, Mr. Jerry Wade. And and I I can understand in a former life when I was a regional manager of a a uh, national furniture company, I had the opportunity to deal with him on radio remotes. And every single time he'd take the limelight off of himself and mm-hmm. put it back on us. Just an amazing individual. And uh, he will be greatly missed by, by a, an abundance of people. I so, appreciate the call. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good words. Yeah. Good words. Uh, by the way, uh, tomorrow, no less, is Dr. Martin Luther King Day. Um, so, uh, interesting time. 317-634-1075-634-1075. Caller on line three. You're live on the air. Who's this? Hey, it's your girl, Sounds of Shire here in Indianapolis. You're live on the air. What's on your mind? Hey, Cameron, how are you? I'm good. Happy how New are Year you? to you. Happy New Year. I'm doing well. Thank you. Um, yeah, so Larry... Uh, sounds like he has mommy issues. That's what he sounds like. He sounds very angry. Um, just with the the lack thereof that he believes in his heart about Martin Luther King. But what I will say is it takes a lot of courage to get out there in front of people, nonetheless, like entire, you know, the entire world and be ridiculed for trying to do good, um, you know, in the community. And it still reigns today within the black community that we tend to put our own people down. Mm -hmm. And 
we all face the same thing um, in in unison, like in in different ways, whether it's with our employer, our next door neighbors, you know, um, people on the street, we're getting judged, you know, by every ethnicity. Um, and instead of uplifting each other up as a whole, the moment we get any type of limelight, we like to highlight the negative about blacks. Um, and I just want to say, may you know, may God rest Martin Luther King's soul. Um, you know, he he was a great man. He was a human, you know, for one. So we have to start there. But I think that his overall message was for us to come together because we're already against, you know, the whole world seems like they're against us. But when we're, you know, acknowledging the negativity, um, I was just listening to Larry, you know, even talking about uh, Camp Camilla, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it's just kind of like, when do we stop the narrative of blaming everything, not only on the black people, but on black women, you know, and it's like, God really put men to be the head. Um, and I think we kind of got off course when women wanted to start being, you know, in equality of men. And now everything just seems like it's out of whack. So so the men are aligning with the head of things, you know, because you got the women now that's trying to bump against that and be the head of things. But it's really like if we can just get back in order, <laughs> you know, as a whole and and let, you know, the good leaders lead um, you know, try to lead us at least in the right direction. Um, we can get back on course, and I don't think it, it's not really even a black or white thing, but I do think that it's been so in, embellished in us that we believe that we're the inferior, even amongst each other. And it's like, I think all of us have something that we can bring, you know, to the table, whether it's just being a good human being, being a decent person and like treating others like they are somebody, because at the end of the day, we're all bleeding the same blood and we're all going to die and go back to the dirt. So it's just doing good while we're all here, whether you're black, white, Hispanic, no matter what it is, because at the end of the day, the rich is really against the poor. So if you're poor... Well, or consider the poor, we need to be coming together. Well, I got to tell you, uh, thank you for the call. I appreciate it. You know, Larry, you did exactly what Larry wants, and that's for you to take the bait and talk about Larry for an extended period of time. So <laughs> that's, that's, he's, he's smiling right now as he's listening, laughing at the radio because he, he got y'all riled he, up. So he is, but I, I just, I'm like, dude, handle your emotional problems. You'll never make a great leader when you have emotions involved, involved. And at the end of the day, look at yourself and look how you're spewing the negativity. That's what keeps it going. But I just wanted to say, I, I love listening to the show. Um, I just want to also say, may uh, Jerry Wade rest in peace. I met him doing janitorial work down at the Radio One building um, back in 2012. And so he's been a huge fan of my music. I've been a huge fan of him. And uh, may God just bless bless everybody. But uh, may he rest in peace. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. You're welcome. 317-634-1075. Getting a lot of new callers. Hey, people, when you call and you hear my voice through the phone, 
don't hang up. That means you actually got through. There's somebody who keeps calling and hanging up because they don't realize that they're getting through. Stop it. Just stay right there. Uh, 317-634-1075. We got a ton of more. We've got double the phone lines as well. So more people are actually able to get in than you were before at the old studio. So this is awesome. So I appreciate all the new callers who have probably been calling all the time and can never get through. Uh, but now your chances have doubled. So thank you. 317-634-1075. Caller on line five. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, it's Larry. You know, See? ignorance is ignorance is violent, Cameron. <laughs> and I've noticed over the years of my protests and over uh, 35 years, protests are getting more and more violent. The only people that get violent has an issue that they mm-hmm. can't support. I've, I've, I'm, I'm thoroughly educated, right? I mean everything I say, and I can back it up two or three ways. Uh, because people that get on the Internet and look for their information on the Internet that's changeable, you know, and they don't get the whole story. I read right, I collected books for many years, and I have, I have all the information. So these people that are getting violent on our airwaves, they're violent because they're ignorant. That's all right. what they are. All right, Larry, thank you. Thank uh, you the new saying, appreciate it. The new saying right now is stand on business, and Larry just called back to stand on business. He said what he said. He meant what he said. He said he's educated about what he said, and he meant everything. He said he just stood on business. So if anybody's out there feeling sorry for what Larry says and all, oh, uh, no, he just called back to reiterate. He meant what he said. 317-634-1075. 317-634-1075. But also, got to quit taking the bait so much. Uh, caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Is this me, Cameron? It is you. All right. This is my first time here, so I just wanted to appreciate you and thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here on the air with you. Um, thank you. Thank you for calling in. I heard earlier you mentioned something about the highway system, and that's something I wanted to actually talk about. Um, I work in Fisher's area, and my schedule, it kind of fluctuates. So sometimes I'll get off at 3, sometimes I'll get off at 7, but neither here nor there. I, I do agree with you on how the um, traffic is and how there's so much construction, and especially on, as you said, on 65, and I've also noticed there's a lot going on on 69 as well. And as you mentioned earlier, and I do agree with that, um, people are shifting to the right lanes to get off on their exits, but now that they can't, because as you said, you can't get off on certain exits. Well, one thing that's always been bothered to me is every single day, and I kid you not when I say this, every single day, there's something going on on either 37 mm-hmm. or 69 or 141st Street. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed because, again, I'm not sure if it's just people don't know how to drive or people just, I mean, I understand accidents happen, yes, but every single day in the exact same spot, I feel like something should be done, but I know there's ways and processes and so many steps to take in order for the highway systems to be more safe. But I just wanted to agree with you and also tell you that I'm sorry for your loss as well. And I know that that man was a very, very good man. And I do remember hearing him a few times on air. So I wanted to come to you uh, as a very first time caller to say thank you for everything that you have done, especially on the news. You are a great man and you already know that because you hear it every single day. But I just want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be here. And and I want to agree with you on one final thing. Larry is a good guy, yes. But I'm the type of person that I don't let people like that get to me. 
I wake up every day, I do my job, go home, and repeat. People like that, they just don't really bother me a whole lot. Mm -hmm. Again, I just want to thank you, Cameron, for honestly giving me this opportunity to be a very first-time caller. And I do listen to you every single Sunday, so thank you so much for this opportunity. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate everything you said. That was really heartwarming, and I appreciate it. I'm glad you were able to finally get through. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Cameron. You have a wonderful day, okay? You too. You too. Uh, Yeah, Um, I'm loving the new phone line system because uh, we have double the lines that we did before, so so many new voices are getting through uh, that ordinarily would normally just get the busy signal. So this also confirms that there are more than three or four people that listen to this show. Cause I always wonder, is it the same? You know, I don't know who's out there, but uh, people always say, I listen, I listen to your show every week and I'm, I'm glad that you all do. And I'm, I'm just so glad so many more of you are able to get through on the phone lines, but guess what? There are still people on the phone lines and you guys are going to have to try and call back next week because we are out of time. It is eight fifty nine. Brandon's coming up on uh, 100.9 and Al Sharpton's coming up here on 106.7 WTLC. Uh, I leave you with this piece of advice. When you're driving, the caller just mentioned there's the uh, same spots where people uh, wipe out and crash, especially when it's slick out. All right. Now, this curve, when you're coming on 65 southbound and you look over and you see that church, New Era Church right there in the corner. That's my church, by the way. When you see that curve, you might want to slow down because people are wiping out on that curve consistently, constantly. When you go over a bridge, take your foot off the gas because when you hop up, when you go from that asphalt to that concrete and your car bounces, that's where a lot of you lose control because your wheels can't catch up to the change in pavement so just let off the gas you don't have to go 15 miles an hour on the interstate you don't have to do that because now you're causing a problem now you're in the way that's my advice when you come around those curves slow it down just a little bit because every time and and that ramp over at shadeland too when you get off at 70 at shadeland baby you better have slowed down before you got to the ramp otherwise it's already pretty much too late for you that's gonna do it for this edition of open lines we are back same time same station next sunday live at eight coming up here on wtlc it's the hour of power with al sharpton and on 100.9 it's brandon who's holding you down with music to get your week started as you go out the house today, remember it is cold. Bundle up, start the car, don't leave without a coat. And uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning starting at 5 a.m. on CBS 4 and at 4 a.m. on Fox 59. And of course, as soon as we get more information about the arrangements for our friend, our brother, the lover man, Jerry Way, we will share them with you right here. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. I'll see you next Sunday, live at 8.